Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very special kind of funny screencast. I'm your host for the day, Greg Miller, and this screencast is going to be all about American-born Chinese over on Disney+. Plus. All eight episodes are up right now. You can watch the first episode on YouTube for free, but I digress. Why are we talking about American-born Chinese, you may ask? Well, first off, the show is great, but more importantly... Gene Yang made it. You know Gene Yang. Of course, he's been supporting Kind of Funny since the spare bedroom, like the original spare bedroom. Like he came to colonize house one day and we, we didn't really know him that well. <laughs> we're just like, do you want to come to the spare bedroom? And he said, okay. And he did. And it was great. And we became lifelong friends. Of course, he talks about comic books. He writes comic books. He does all these different things. But he wrote a graphic novel called American Born Chinese that people love. It has been something that has touched them for years. It has spoken to a very specific experience here in the United States. And uh, it's so good. Uh, Disney Plus said, you know what, let's make that into an eight-episode show that's available right now. It's all up in its entirety. Episode one is on YouTube. You can get it for free to try it there, but trust me, you're going to want to go watch the entire thing. So Gene said, hey, can we come by and talk about it? I said, that sounds like a great idea, and he decided to bring some of the cast with him. So we have Yan Yan Yo, we have Chin Han, we have Ben Wong, and we have Gene Yang here to talk about American-born Chinese on the Kind of Funny Screencast, because the Kind of Funny Screencast is Kind of Funny's premier entertainment product. Of course, you can get on youtube.com slash kindoffunny. Podcast services around the globe every time it posts, whether it be talking about everything happening in the MCU, whether it be everything happening in DCU, whether it's something about Fast and Furious, whether it's just reacting to a trailer, the screencast is always here for you because of our support on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, of course, you can get each and every episode of the screencast ad-free. You can, of course, get a bevy of bonus content, hundreds of episodes of content that's gone nowhere but patreon.com slash kindoffunny. And, of course, you can keep this dream, this independent dream of kind of funny. 11 people making stuff about the stuff they love. You can keep it alive on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Just like our Patreon producers, James Hastings, Casey Andrew, and Nathan Lamoth did. Today, we're brought to you by Bird Dogs. But enough of just staring at my face. Let's talk to everybody who made American-born Chinese. As I live and breathe, Yan Yan. Chin Han, Ben, and Gene, welcome to the Kind of Funny Screencast, and congratulations, everybody, on American-born Chinese. Uh, here's where we need to start. Yan Yan, Chin Han. Yes. Yan Yan, for you, it is what, 3 a.m., and Chin Han, for you, it is 5 a.m.? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. dedication of this cast to this product, Gene. The people you've assembled for American-born Chinese. Are you kidding me right now? They're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. I, I had very little to do with it, you know, because you don't have to cast. <laughs> you don't actually don't have to cast for a comic book. So I had no idea how that process worked. Yeah. So I kind of, while, while they were casting, I was just sitting in the background watching. And it was incredible. So obviously I need to get to performances. Obviously we need to talk about the show. Obviously we need to tell everybody to go watch all eight episodes on Disney+. Plus. But Gene, for you storied, kind of funny best friend. You've been here through every iteration of every studio we've had. How surreal is it for you to see this graphic novel you made now 
We were late on the smoke. Now, <laughs> now a full-blown show. It, it is so surreal. It, it is probably the most surreal thing that I have ever experienced in my life. You know, I remember being on set on the very first day of filming. It was down in L.A. It was on uh, a high school campus in L.A. And I watched uh, Ben and, and Jimmy, who play Jin and Wei Chen, the two main characters of the show, sit on the steps talking about a, a, like a toy robot. And that was kind of a, a panel from a book that I drew over 15 years ago coming to life. It was incredibly surreal. And so now, Ben, for you to step into this role, how much did the graphic novel actually influence what you did? Because Gene wrote a graphic novel, then sold the name, and there's nothing in this book in the show. So, like, you know what I mean? You just got to go do whatever you want, I assume. Yeah, it's true. It's great. Uh, <laughs> what it, what it, it, it was less that um, I, I, my performance was influenced by the graphic novel and more that the graphic novel uh, felt like it fit my own personal experiences so well that mm. I just had I just get to go and, and do my own thing and it works. What talk to me about that? What is it like? I mean, is the character uh, and what Jin is going through similar to what you've gone through? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I remember Gene on the first day we were shooting on that day that Gene was talking about. Um, like one of the first things he he asked me when we were chatting is like he was like you have to do a lot of research for this role <laughs> it's like it's this you know this like awkward teenagers you have to do a lot of research and um i did the answer is yes i did i, I did a ton of uh, research what i did was i uh actually went to a rural town in minnesota oh and i lived there for 18 years oh wow a method actor yeah in research for this part um and uh it, it really <laughs> helped imbue me with that sense of uh, awkwardness and, and uh social inferiority that <laughs> jen is dealing with um, but uh, for real though, I, the first time I ever read the graphic novel was when I got the audition and it was after I read the, the, the like two pages of dialogue that they give you to audition with. I was like, this is already like, it was, it was the scene between me and uh, Yan Yan in the, in the store is like the first scene of the show with real people and not monkey gods. And we're just like shopping. Right. And she's picking out all of these clothes that I don't like. And I was like, I've been there. I've done that with my real mom. Um, so it was an immediate, uh, recognition that this was like, this is just me, basically. All of these things are taken from scenes in my life. It feels like. Yan Yan, did you feel the same way? Um, no, I never <laughs> go shopping with my child. God knows they, they have to buy their own clothes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I found that that's exactly the same scene I was reading uh, when I first read the script, and it was it was fantastic. I I fell in love with the character Christine immediately because she's not the usual tiger mom that I see in a, being represented in the shows. Uh, uh, she's full of love. She's full of uh, trying so hard to understand. And when Ben and I first read it, I when I when I saw him on Zoom because it was still COVID time sure. when when we were reading it. So when I first saw him on Zoom, I was just going like, "Oh, you're so cute!" And he just go like, "Oh, I'm 23." <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> I have a 401k. <laughs> I just felt terrible, but. But but we did we did a great read the first time we we read yeah. with each other and we just had the connection immediately before we met each other and that's how 
we started there. You talked about uh, you don't see mothers represented this way or this usually uh, in terms of these usually. kind of shows. Yeah, usually. Yeah, usually. I want to go, obviously, throughout the entire cast and then to Gina, obviously. But the question here, I think, to start with you, Yan Yan, and then move to Chinhan, like, when you read these scripts and you go set off to make this show, did it feel important? Like, did it feel, and I, I obviously every job is important, but did it feel like, oh, we're representing a culture here. Oh, this is going to be so many people's first glimpse into what this kind of family is like. At first, it wasn't, it wasn't that for me. At first, I just felt that it is a, it's a wonderful story of a, of a family. It, uh, uh, it tells the story of a family that was going through uh, happy times and sad times. And, and this boy is going through his growing pain that the parents are also searching for what they want in their life. So, but when the show started, uh, Ben and I actually had a great experience when we were walking on the street, a, a mother came to us and talked to Ben and said, are you from American born Chinese? And she, she talked to us with a teary eye and said that uh, my son is so inspired by the show. He loves the show and we love the show. And I started talking to him, her and Ben said, would you like to ask your son to come over? And so she called her son to come out. He's 11 years old. And he started to talk to Ben and I was talking to mom. And then she told me just the day before, uh, somebody just told him to go kill himself. Oh my God. So we, had, we, we went into like half an hour conversation uh, we ended the conversation with teary eyes and we know that their uh, mom is also first generation immigrant from Romania. And at, at first, you know, really it is a, a warm, sweet story for family for me. Then realize, then I realized later that it is actually a story for many people. It's very, it's across the world, it's, it's universal, it, it touches people's heart. It gives people warmth and love. I think you nail it, right? And I think that's what, like, for me jumping into this show even, right? And it starts with the monkey gods and like, okay, cool. And then for that juxtaposition of being in the clothing shop, right? And you're like, oh, I, I can relate to this. I've had my mom clothing shop and embarrass me in front of somebody. But then to go into a different culture and see everything that's happening in this family, right? Everything that's happening in this community, to see it through uh, Jin's eyes, right? Of trying to fit in, not stand out, do the, like, there's so much going on for it. But I think another huge compliment has to go to you, Chin Han, of like, you did such a great job in this show of being that stern father and me being like, ah, I'm not gonna like this guy. And then getting those glimpses behind it and seeing you at work and seeing the Bon Jovi stuff. I was like, this is awesome of how quickly you I, this became a show that isn't just Jin's story and his overbearing parents or what's going on. It was that everyone's important in this story and what their things are. Chin Han, did you feel that importance too? Did this, did, when you're reading the script, you're like, oh, we're doing something that's going to resonate outside of just you know being a show? Well, it starts with the, the script uh, always, right? I mean, I think the, the responsibility is to the, the, the source material, and that's how we approached it in the beginning. But as we went along, you know, we realized how personal it was for every single one of us, you know, I mean, bringing our uh, personal experiences to bear upon the performances. 
And uh, that, that is the difference, right? I mean, I've done quite a, a variety of genres of films. And with those films, the, the acting process is, is more about uh, artifice or bringing on more uh, behavior or more psychological processes. But with this, it almost felt like we were reverse engineering in some way because uh, instead of building up characters, we were stripping down all our, you know, all our uh, quirks and and socially learned behaviors to get to the heart of our own experiences and our true experiences so that we could get a level of authenticity that, you know, that we could all relate to. So it, it was, uh, it, the process is actually re reverse in, in a way, you know, instead of building yeah. up, we're actually stepping away so that we can get to the heart of the matter. And uh, and I think that that is it. I mean, I think if you look at all the characters, uh, Yen Yen, playing the mom and Yenya herself is a mom and then Ben playing my son and Ben actually is my son <laughs> but, but uh you know we, we bring so many pieces of ourselves to it even like Bon Jovi uh was such a was such a beautiful uh thing to have because my father um when when he was here with us I mean he was such a, a lover of singing he would go to uh, karaoke lounges almost uh every uh at community centers almost every week you know and and that that was something i could uh i could see and i could hear and i could then uh, manifest so I, I think that that was why i think it was it was so meaningful to us and and it's, you know it's doubly meaningful now that it's out there and we get these kinds of uh, uh responses we were over at uh, we, had, we had dinner right one time yen yen and, and ben at century city in in los angeles and then we were going down the elevator and we <laughs> family they they ran after us and they were shouting down the stairs we love you we love the show and and you know, I, th I think that that kind of uh, response is is gratifying. It's gratifying in such a deep way. You know, I mean, you can do very cool movies and superhero movies or big action movies, and you can have people come up to you and say, "You're so cool. You're so badass." But there's nothing like, "Oh, you remind me of your dad or your mom," or "I cried when I saw the scene that spoke to me. I miss my parents." That stuff is incredibly meaningful yeah i think it's deserved right again it's a show that does so much there's so much going on in this from the fantastical to being so grounded and ben for you in particular i was so uncomfortable watching so many of your scenes where you go to see like gin <laughs> oh, that's what i want to hear great You're no welcome. but like you know gin and travis or when it's like oh i know this is about they're gonna make they're gonna make the social media clip out and like watching you str or your character struggle with that and do that and i was like oh my god like it, I, it's it's that thing when i know that i'm white knuckling in the chair while i'm watching this i'm like oh, I'm, I'm all in on this like was it painful to relive these kind of moments and these things or you know however your minnesota 18 years of upbringing brought you <laughs> no it was great yeah it was great it was, it was actually the best thing ever to relive all of my childhood uh trauma uh, I'm, not, I'm not joking i'm not joking it was like it's like um it's like how i don't know some people have that power fantasy of, of like ah, if i could go to back to high school now with everything i know i'd you know i'd really nail it this time um except you get to actually do it i get to it's it's like running the you know <laughs> this is 
you know how like there's like the simulator they put like PTSD people through to like relive their trauma. This is it kind of felt like that where I just mm -hmm. like I got to go back into the simulator and then like exercise my demons a little bit by living out the actual like uh, <laughs> ter somewhat terrible memories of, of my childhood. But also in doing that, it, it kind of sort of helped me take a look at them from afar and like deal with them in a way that I hadn't been able to before I worked on this show. Sure. Um, so it was actually it was great. D does part of that great come from the fact of like you guys get to educate people if that makes sense right like i think yeah, there's totally. a uh, uh, people coming to it of like they see themselves in the show but then there's people coming to it of like who see the relationships but then the information being presented like oh i never thought of it that way right like yeah. it, what's so great about the show is that it's the way that it's it's written the way that it's constructed and the way that the story is framed is that there's always context for everything that happens mm. right especially mm. with like the scenes uh with freddie wong there's you know these scenes in isolation uh can can really you know be uh you know they're presented very uh in a very bare way right these 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 clips from an old 80s tv show with, with sort of a racist caricature in it are presented as pretty much written and, and done as they as it might have been done in the 80s or the 90s right yeah. but what gives it context is the framing that that it has in the story right you you cut from that clip to Jin's reaction to that clip and in that cut what 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 the audience gets is this sort of immediate understanding of oh this is why that sort of media is is was not great for people like Jin right yeah and because of how how well and how artfully um all of that is done in the show it, it gives me freedom uh to just really uh in, especially in those uncomfortable scenes to play them as truthfully as possible Right? Because I know the framing of the show and the storytelling is going to sort of, like you said, um, tell the audience, sort of give them an, an, an idea about how to feel about these sorts of things and why these sorts of things happen. Right. I think, you know, one of the more, it's a, it's, it's a scene you could blow past because it's not one of the action things and it's not something going on. But one that I thought was so powerful and interesting for someone watching this and not being raised this way or not being in this community or anything like that, right, was when uh, Jin's at his locker and the two girls are watching one of the Freddie Wong clips, right? And then she's like, shh, 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 and like, what? And then, no, it's ironic. It's ironic. And it's that idea of like, and then the fact that I then watched Jin go, no, yeah, no. And like, like, oh God, you know what I mean? I'm like, what a painful, like to see that and like have it through the lens of Jin, right? To even have it be like um, when the principal walks in and says, Jin Wang, and you have to correct the pronunciation of, you know, Wong. it's like, oh my God, like, for so many people, that's the first time they're ever finding out watching the show that it's not weighing. Right. Like, oh my goodness. Ah. Yeah, and that's <laughs> such a that's such a great reaction because what that means is like this sort of the empathy machine of filmmaking is working, right? It's, yeah. It's the fact that Jin is the main character of this is so is so powerful because it it sort of forces the audience, whoever they are, to be in Jin's shoes and sort of experience this world as Jin, right? Yeah. Um and that's something that Kelvin always talked about is is having Jin, this main character, serve as because he is the avatar, because he is the one that the audience pours themselves into and, and lives the story through his perspective, it, it helps them understand the specific situation uh, of Jin, and, and that, which is something that maybe they never thought about before. So then, Gene, talk to me about the graphic novel. How much of you is in that? Because, of course, you know, the years we've gotten to hang out and talk about it, I know how much you put 
your own experiences into everything you do, whether it be Superman, whether it be Dragon Hoops, like you're, you know, you're yeah. in these things, you're living in these pages. I mean, I think that's true for most people who do books is we put pieces of ourselves into these stories that we do, even if they're fiction. Uh, American War Chinese is definitely fiction, but I pull pretty heavily from my own life to tell that story. Um, for example, like the, the, it's three storylines and, and the middle storyline, which involves Jin Wang, played now by, by Ben Wang. He is, um, he's a Chinese American boy growing up in a predominantly uh, white neighborhood. And uh, a lot of the stuff that he experiences are things that I experienced, especially when I was in junior high in high school, yeah, you know? Um, and, and when we moved it from the book to the show, what happened was, like, like comics, one of the things I really love about comics is that it's very intimate and the whole thing can be handled by a single person, right? So pretty much all of those experiences that Jin goes through in the book are from me. But then a television show is very different. And one of the things I really love about a television did show... Did you do the thing where you put the soap on your armpit and then the soap bubble up on the girl? I totally did That's that. That's awesome. I 100% <laughs> did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works. You should try it. I, I, try I've time. definitely been there, but I just do the arms down. I'm not yep, hugging yep. anybody. <laughs> and the best that works, they don't really make this stuff anymore, but it was the gas station soap that came out kind of like powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best. Okay. Anyways... Um, we, when, when we move from the book to the show, one of the things I really love about television is it's actually very collaborative. You need a, an entire team of people to do it. For sure. So you have this entire team of people putting their own experiences into the show. So I'll give you an example. Um, this is a little bit spoilery, but I, th I hope it's okay. I think most people are here because okay. they, they, they know they like okay. the show. Um, but, but Jin is actually much more romantically successful in the show than he is in the book. <laughs> sure. And that is because Kelvin Yu, our showrunner, was much more romantically successful in high school <laughs> than, than Gene Yang was. Gotcha, no? gotcha. <laughs> a little, yeah. little glimpse into yeah. what's going on there. Yeah. So I, I actually wonder about Ben. Like, Ben, you, in high school, were you closer to Jin in the book or were you closer to Jin in the show? Whoa, 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 whoa. Bust uh, out the yearbook. You got uh, the I, Minnesota yearbooks back there? Let's see what's up. What's I, up? I really do. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like to think that I, I, I rode a middle path. Okay. I see. Um, <laughs> I like to think that I split the difference. <laughs> so then, we'll before we swing back and go more through the show stuff, for you, Gene, like, what was the journey from graphic novel to show? Because obviously, the graphic novel was a while ago. As I referenced earlier, if people only know the show, the graphic novel is quite different than what is yep, the show. Same that's characters, right. that's but right. like, we go, like, yep. Uh, yep, same characters, same themes, and we're hoping same emotional beats. Sure. But then um, the expression of those emotions are, are very different. And, and there are two decisions that we made very, very early on that kind of led to all those changes. Number one is we decided to move the story timeline from like the vague 80s and 90s, which is when the book was set, sure. to now, to like the 2020s. And the conversation about what it means to be an Asian American has changed from then until now. So all of these things, like, like Suzy Nakamura in the second episode, um, she stands up and, and, and kind of stands up against bullying that would never have happened in the 80s and 90s. Can you imagine? Like, you were, you were around. You were around in the 90s. You, no one would do that. No one would do that in high school. But you could imagine that happening now. Well, I mean, that's even the thing about in the book, right? Where it's like Susie Nakamura and like Jin like make eye contact on day one and then don't want to hang yes, around each other, that's right. right? Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff, um, I, th I think, is, it's, it's, less, it's less realistic if you set the the story now. Sure. And then the second thing was we decided to make it a television series instead of a, a movie. 
So a television series is open-ended, and what that means is the world has to be full enough to support a lot of different stories. So that's why um, we fleshed out the, the characters of Jin's parents. In the book, they only show up for a page or two. In, in the show, they're wonderfully developed, right? And then uh, that's also why we fleshed out Chinese heaven. So in the book, you only get to know a handful of Chinese gods. And in the show, there's like this entire pantheon. Which is an awesome episode. Yeah. When you're up there at like the nightclub and it's like a period piece and like everybody's there and it's all, it's in Mandarin. Like this is fucking, this is amazing. Yeah. That, that I would argue is the weirdest thing on Disney plus right now is episode four. And that's saying something. (laughs) (laughs) But weird in a good way. Weird in a good way. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I've been going down to the heat of Los Angeles with Gia a lot recently, and I've been loving the breeze thanks to my Bird Dogs. They got Oxford shorts, khaki shorts, bathing suits, and much, much more. My favorites are the Art Farts Knockers, and it's not just because of the name, it's because of the blue. But hey, the name doesn't hurt at all. Art Fart Knocker, come on. Go to birddogs.com slash kindoffunny or enter code kindoffunny for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash kindoffunny or use the promo code kindoffunny for a free Yeti-style tumbler. Birddogs.com slash kindoffunny. Promo code Kind of funny. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so, uh, Yan Chinhan, talk to me a, a bit about the parents, because I ran into a lovely interview you guys had done where you talked about the fact that, yeah, the, you know, the, the, the parent, I gestured where there is no book. In the book, uh, the parents are only there a couple pages, and you guys got the scripts, but then did a whole bunch of backstory stuff all on your own, right, Yan Yan? Yeah. Uh, what you know reminded me that uh, one of the interviews that I actually had a, a song list playlist for uh, Christine and Simon of the songs Amazing. that we when we met each other and when we hang out, when we were in love, we would go to karaoke and we would sing those songs. Is this mm-hmm. is this playlist on Spotify? This is something you should put on Spotify yes, immediately. It's a, it's a Spotify song list, actually. Oh my gosh, you, you got to share it with me, please. I want to listen to this. <laughs> you can have that. Thank you. Course. Definitely. And then, yeah, we, we that was uh, yeah we 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 created all the 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 backstory uh, for uh, for the couple because um, to know what they have lost, we need to know what they had you know before and i think that was that was very important for for us to establish the stakes of of the character because they they are they are fighting not only for the identities they're fighting for their lives too you know especially being in in a foreign uh country or being a minority anywhere you know uh, i think that is that is the the plight and the journey, I, I guess, of of anyone who will, is willing to take the the leap, you know, of, of faith to to go into 
another uh, place to you know to explore their dreams so um it was a lot of fun I mean we did that uh we also spent a lot of time together actually um and we went out to many many things right we did uh we had gone to a baseball game uh we had gone to theater oh this is funny because we went to a piece of theater in Los Angeles and we had a late night shoot the night before and it was, uh, it was <clears throat> it was, who's it was a terrible Pope, right? idea <laughs> if you don't know it's a three-act epic it's yes, about, it's about twelve hours long. <laughs> it takes all night. Um, the Mahabharata was acting his heart out, but Yan Yan and Chin Han wouldn't know because they were asleep through. So they fell asleep somewhere through that. Well, you were asleep too. By the oh come on, three of us were sleeping in a theater. That was a terrible idea. Never go to a theater show. So As a family. Three dedicated <laughs> actors yeah. at the Geffen Theater, uh, completely asleep. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, we. So that's that's what we uh, yeah that's what we got up to. I mean, we did a lot of things together, and then you know we would go for dinners together uh, very often, and that really that really cemented you know the bond uh, between the family, which obviously we still have uh, today, and that was very useful when we were doing the when we were doing the the show because you know that that's rare you know I mean when you get to doing movies or TV shows these days um, the kind of rehearsal time is is rare so. You know, all of us having done theater before, Yin Yin and Ben, uh, I think we're particularly appreciative of this process because the, the rehearsal process is really enjoyable for us. You know, it's something that we came from and uh, you don't get very much of in, in modern day television and filmmaking. And I don't know who would be the best to answer this when I'm going to toss that there and just start with Shin Han. Then you say that that's not common, getting that much time. Why was that happening here? with American born Chinese was that something you you all wanted or was it something they knew the show needed to have this chemistry like I don't and I don't know who can answer that did not enough time like like why why you all got to hang out so much and and rehearse and all that yeah that's not common yeah is it I don't know. It's common for me. <laughs> it's Sorry. in her writer. It's in her contract. <laughs> I, I, I'm used to I'm used to working like this because when I came when I came over to US and this is my first project in USA. I'm American born Chinese this is my first uh, work that I done in America. So when I came over, I wasn't with any expectations. So I didn't know what what can I do, what can't I do. So I actually gave Chin on a call and said. Do you like to have some coffee? I actually have some coffee from Singapore. It, it would taste good. <laughs> let's have a chat. <laughs> let's, let's have a look at the, the script. Yeah. And then from the first coffee, and they went to lunch and then dinner, and then, then we will have another coffee. And then we would just, I would just, I would just discuss it. There will be a lot of discussions about the character, the backstories, and then. And then Ben will come in. Ben was staying in the same hotel as me. And then we were going to have lunch, we have dinner, and then we will hang out. We go to the grocery stores together. <laughs> I mean, I'm so used to this, though. I don't know. Um, and Chinana was always saying, like, uh, this is unusual. I was like, yeah, but I, I didn't we have great time? We had great times, right? <laughs> so let's continue to do that. Isn't that fun to have? Eat, eating sessions all the time. <laughs> this is how we bond together. I mean, <laughs> this is it's my first real um, look at how Hollywood works. Sure. You know, 
So I don't really have anything to compare to. But I do know that um, this production is uh, unusually Asian-American, meaning like half of the cast is actually from Asia uh, and has more experience in the Asian uh, movie industry than in America. And, the, and I feel like the way the show was put together was kind of a blend of how uh, people do things in the Asian movie industry and yeah. how Hollywood does things. Okay. Like, we had a, like we had a good luck ceremony. On the very first yeah, day yeah. of shooting, with like roast pork, it was in the middle of a high school baseball field. They had this uh, table with, uh, you know, a red tablecloth on it. They were burning incense. I shouldn't say they because I was there too. We were burning incense, and and like Ki Hui Kwan gave me a piece of roast pork, and he, I think he was the one that insisted on that, right? Because that was something yeah. that you do in the Asian. It's actually Ki's wife Echo who is repairing all the whole ceremony. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Key's, Key's wife Echo is yeah. Taiwanese. Is that right? Is she Taiwanese? Uh, Echo's Chi- Chinese. She's Chinese. She's Chinese. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so and the way everything was happened was kind of like cross cultural. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was super fun. If you get season two, I want to come down to the big roast. Uh, but speaking of that, of course, we have a dedicated audience here, kind of funny, of fans who are amazing and write in and consume all the content. We say, hey, our friend Gene's doing this, and you should support it. And people go, I'll go support that, and they do. And tons wrote in with questions. Uh, this is one here uh, who comes from an anonymous listener who says, hey, everyone, I love the show and want to congratulate everyone on their fantastic performances. I know a second season hasn't been announced. But if it were to happen, what would you be most interested in exploring with your characters? I'd love to see the parents get in on some martial arts action. <laughs> Ooh, I have, yeah, I would love to hear what you guys say about that. Let's start with Ben. What do you want to do, Ben? What do you want to do if there was a season two? Not that we're confirming or denying. Yeah, yeah. I, I want Jin to be, to be good at one thing. <laughs> <laughs> but he's relatable when he's bad. I see him do things, and I'm like, I did that bad too. I don't care what. <laughs> but we can pick one thing. I feel like you're kind of good at kicking people in the face, though, right? Gina's yeah. very good at kicking people in the I, face. I kick myself in the face more often. I feel like the, I I knock myself out. Uh, there's I, it's pretty funny because there's more than three instances in the show where I where I knock myself unconscious. Mm, that's true. Lot. That's true. Any given character. That's a talent. <laughs> that counts. I feel like that counts. Okay. But you kiss right. the girl. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that's true. That's pretty good. Shinhan, <laughs> <laughs> what would you want to explore, Simon? I think I'd like Simon to join uh, American Idol. I think. Oh, uh, mm, good. Right. Good. Branch Great. out. Stretch his wings. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, oh no, you got more chin, huh? Go. Go. Oh, no, 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 no. I'd, like to, I'd love to hear what Yin Yan has to say. I want to kiss someone's ass. I'd love to kiss some asses. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you say. There'd have to be a lot of character development for Christine to get to a point where she actually physically kicks somebody's ass. Oh, no, no, no. The, the, the first season, there's already possibility that someone can transform into someone else's look. Oh, <laughs> I see, I see. So you, you didn't even watch the show. Be. You didn't even watch the show, Gene. Gene, yeah, please see, do watch the show good, more good, often. Good. good answers. Okay. Yeah. What great. would you, I mean, and again, like, so Gene, you're the creator what was your role through this process? Like, I, like did they just take it and you come yeah, in and give notes? I, you there um, all the time? I was very lucky. I was asked to be an executive producer on the show. And, and to be honest, because I come from the world of comics, I had no idea what that meant. 
before this all started. <laughs> and I had no idea how rare it was, but sure. it's because Melvin Marr, one of the other executive producers, insisted that I have that that credit. Uh, and and what I also realized after getting involved in Hollywood is that the executive producer role can mean a lot of different things. So for me, what it meant was um, I would just chip in when I could. Uh, the the biggest thing is Kelvin, you, the showrunner, and I became pretty good friends, and he would use me as a sounding board. Oh, great! And then the second thing was like they would they would sometimes need like sketches and that sort of thing, so I would do some sketches. There's some amazing artists that worked on the show. But every well, I, now and then, they would be so busy with other stuff that they would need a sketch for something, so I'd do it. I love how that when it ends, the yeah, every episode ends and the credits roll and then there's art in there. Right? Yeah, yeah. That was really fun to do. Yeah. That was super fun to do. Okay. Uh, while we're talking to you, another uh, anonymous question here to kindoffunny.com slash screencast comes through and says, I'm a huge fan of the original graphic novel, but found myself really enjoying the television show for its own merits, especially the storyline involving Jin's parents. Look it. You guys are killing it. Uh, what was Gene's favorite change uh, that the show made to his original story? I, I do really love the parents, for sure. I think um, the way in which the Kelvin and his writing team captured the relationship between uh, Simon and Christine was perfect. And, and one, one, of the, uh, you know, one of the scenes that really got me was when I got an early cut of the first episode. And at the very end of the first episode, they have... Simon and Christine fighting in yeah. Chinese. Yeah. That brought flashbacks to me because they, like, my parents did that. And it was the exact same thing. I'd be in my bedroom, I'd barely understand what they were talking about, and they'd be fighting like that. So that just felt so true and authentic. And the other thing I, I really loved is actually um, Guan Ying, the, the Chinese goddess of mercy. So she doesn't show up in American Born Chinese, but I do have her in a couple of my other books, like Boxers and Saints. She shows up. And she's played by Michelle Yeoh, who is a legend. Who embodies her perfectly. Your entire cast is legends. They're they're amazing. Present yeah, company yeah, included. Incredible, incredible, incredible cast. Yeah. Sure. What was that like then? So like, you know what I mean? Like again, every, everybody here, but like Michelle Yo, you have come through and like like are you just going, I can't believe any of this is happening? Yeah, I would get calls about who would be involved. Like they like the first one was they they told me that Dustin Cretton was gonna be involved. Like yeah. the the director of Shang-Chi was going to be involved. I was like, come on, that's not going to be real. And then it happened to be real. And then it just happened over and over again. They'd be like, this is going to happen. I'm like, come on, that's, that's not real. And then it's real. We're going to go to the White House and we're going to show it. That's not real. That actually ended up happening. The whole thing was just so crazy. Yeah, I remember, I think it was on your feed on Instagram where I was scrolling. Yeah, and then it's just Biden with the, the image. Yeah. I'm like, dang, all right, Gene, you're doing pretty well. This show's doing pretty well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we were all there. We were all in this little, it wasn't that small of a room, but we were all in the same room as President Biden. It was it was yeah. very strange. Was that yeah? Was that strange for you all? I mean, uh, Ben, to start with you, like <laughs> you get cast on a show. It's called American Born Chinese. <laughs> I see, I'm driving through San Francisco. I'm seeing it on the you know the bus stops and everywhere else. I'm like, dang, it's doing. Well. And then I see President Biden standing there with your poster. No, it was so weird. It's so weird. This is my face on the poster too. So it's like I, I sent that picture to my friends and they thought that I'd photoshopped it you know because it's such a perfect like dead on of the they're like ah ha ha very funny and then like three days later one of them was like wait is this real <laughs> <laughs> Shin Han, what's that like for you obviously you've done a million projects uh yeah no that that was very heady i mean that was incredible i mean when we went there there were uh there was a band playing on the way in and there was another band inside playing like uh, movie music uh and you know taking home those uh joe biden m&ms was a yep. uh, real that's true that's true um, we got a little little gift box that's <laughs> awesome 
with Biden and them. And who was it? Who was it who said uh, we needed to get napkins? And you? What do you mean who? It was you. <laughs> the whole time, Shinhan was like, "I'm going to steal some napkins. I'm going to steal some napkins." <laughs> yeah, some napkins. Get it for the home. Um, the executive seal on them, so they're yeah. executive. Didn't get any. Just the most give me, powerful give me one. Was it was it Jimmy who went into the bathroom? He just took yes, out. Yes, yes, Jimmy. Halfway through, we took a little tour of the White House before the just, screening, and then halfway through, Jimmy disappeared, and he came back, and I was like, "What? Where did you go?" And he was like, <laughs> "He took like the no, the, the normal napkins, the White House." Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the, na- the napkins, the the paper towels in the bathrooms have the presidential seal on them. Yeah. Which is and insane, you wonder why right? this country's so in debt. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need it. We don't need to worry about it. You buy the two ply and you're done. Yeah. Oh, it was like it was like eighteen ply. Those things were thick. Yeah, those yeah, things yeah. were wow. thick. And then Yan Yan, you you were there and you're just like, oh, this is just how American shows work. Yeah. <laughs> this happens for every show. They go to the White House. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I'm nothing to compare to. This is my first show in USA, and then I kept asking everyone, all the producers, anyone who passed by, I was like, is this normal? Is this normal? <laughs> so in the end, they just go like, "Yeah, it is. We do this all the time." Yeah, secret invasions coming by next week. They have another thing to show off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to get this final question in from the audience before I let you guys go. I know we're running out of time here. Uh, we'll go through everybody, but I'll start with Yan Yan here. Uh, what other current? Chinese American works inspire you. Uh, thank you for all so much for the show slash uh, story. It's such a gift. Yeah, I, I can't wait to watch Joyride. Ah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's already in Singapore right now. It's actually worldwide distribution. So I can't wait to go into the theater and support the film. And, and I want to watch the film because the trailer was just really, really fun to watch. Yeah. Shin mm. Han, what about you? I, I would love to watch Past Lives. Uh, I know it's in the US already, but, um, but we haven't gotten it here in Australia yet. But, uh, yeah, past lives is something that I, I want to see because uh, I, I think uh, anything to do with uh, you know love and romance and and emotional you know kind of uh, uh, emotional uh, substance. I think uh, I, I think we we need more of. You know, I'd love to see uh Asians in, in that kind of uh situations and in those kinds of genres more. Yeah, I saw Past Lives with Yan Yan and I think it's probably my favorite movie of the year so far. So mm-hmm. that's probably gonna be my answer too. Dang, I gotta see Past Lives. I'm so I'm in the middle of a graphic novel, reading a graphic novel by Victoria Ying called Hungry Ghost, okay. which is it's pretty heavy. It's about a young woman struggling with an eating disorder, but she is such uh, an amazing cartoonist that she adds this layer of loveliness on top of something that's very difficult. And then the other graphic novel that came out recently um, that deals with the Asian American experiences is about is, is called Family Style by a good friend of mine named Tim Pham. And it, it also deals with something really heavy. It deals with the like the refugee experience. But oh. Tim is a really funny guy. So believe it or not, like it's this it's this uh, story about a family going through this very tragic thing, but it's like you're constantly laughing because he, he's able to bring out the, the funny in even something very, very difficult. Okay. Uh, Gene, my final round of questions here. R- two rapid fire ones for you, all right? All right. Did you feel personally attacked 
when in this show the teacher makes the same ex-wife joke and then the <laughs> class immediately cracks him. But in your original work, the teacher makes the joke and it's just that's what it is. That that is part of the updating. Yeah. That is part of the updating, right? Yeah. In the nineteen eighties, you could make that joke. Yeah. No one's gonna say anything. Yeah. And in 2020, 2022, 2023, you're not going to be able to make that same joke. I loved it. I loved yeah. it when the class just yeah. shut him down immediately. And that teacher was just great in general. Like when the principal walks in. Oh, he and he's was like, great. Like, what he are you doing? Great. Why yeah. are you doing this? And then my other question, and this is inside baseball, but you've been along the entire ride. I'm watching the show. I turn on Disney+. Plus. I click on my little Miss Marvel. That's my icon. I go in. I scroll past Secret Invasion. I start it. Did no like? There's a lot of DC stuff, <laughs> a lot of DC comic stuff. Not yeah. a Disney property in yeah. Jin's room. Was yes. that like a yes. problem? <laughs> that b- believe it or not, believe it or not, it was easier for whatever. I don't. I don't even understand the rules. Yeah, but for whatever reason, it was easier to put DC stuff in that bedroom than Marvel stuff. Wow, so weird. Like I, I don't understand why. But there's some legal rules. That make it easier for us to put DZ stuff. So we did get some Marvel stuff in there, but I know like Sp- like Superman and um, Batman's in there for sure, and Batman and I think Green Lantern are pretty prominent, right? Okay, look at you. Yeah, I, I do love that though. I do love both companies. Oh, I know so, you do. Yeah. Oh, I know you. You're you're you're, you're buttering your bread on both sides. I'm aware <laughs> you're all over the place. Gene Yang, you can get he be doing any comic book you give him a chance to do. Uh, <laughs> Final question I have for everybody, but I'm going to start with Eugene, then we're going to go right down the line, right, to close it out, is one that I learned a long time ago in journalism school, and I like to put in all my interviews for sure, and especially for all of you who have been talking about this show, promoting the show, being all about it, what's the question you always want to be asked, but nobody has asked you? Like, when you think about this, what is the one thing you're always like, you get, oh, I wish we could have talked about that or done that or whatever, like... For Eugene, what is that answer? You're for such American a good interviewer. Things? I don't even know if I can ah, think of a Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Is there nothing that jumps off the page? Nothing you think no, about? Nothing that comes to mind immediately. I mean, I, I think when when I when I look back on the experience of being involved in this show, you know, yeah. the first season, it's it's just been so incredible. All I feel is gratitude. I feel so much gratitude for the people I got to meet for the, the work that I got to watch them make and the experience of telling the world about it. It's been incredible. Okay. Ben, what's the question no one ever asks you you want to answer? I don't know. I feel like I'm just happy to be asked any questions at all. <laughs> I mean, this is my first, this is my first press junket, you know what I mean? So everything's been great. <laughs> so I'm like Gene. I, I, feel, I feel fulfilled. You know, Ben's also a musician. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just I followed Ben on Instagram yesterday, so I'm just learning. I'm learning. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He yeah. he plays he plays guitar. So, w- what about what what about I, this question? What's your what's your go to song for impressing somebody that you potentially want to date? Oh, oh my God! I'm, I, oh, yeah, I want to like, learn the game. Here's the game Wall, ben, everybody. <laughs> yeah, the game of Ben Wong. What's Ben Wong's game? Well, you have to. I, you have to. It, ha, it depends on who the person is. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's but a great. But depending answer. on who the person is, it's either "Hey There, Delilah," <sighs> or "Don't Think Twice, It's All Right," or "These Days." So, what would you suggest Jin play to impress Amelia? Like, if you were to give Jin oh, advice. Oh, I think if I were to give Jin advice, I'd tell him to play. I'd tell him to play. I, I'd tell him to play "Hey There, Delilah." But he would probably play these days because he'd overthink it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Chinhan, you've been on a million press junkets. <laughs> what what do you, what does no one ever ask you that you wanted to talk about? Uh no one's ever asked me what my workout routine is. <laughs> um, I've asked you that, Chinhan. <laughs> No, no one's ever asked me that, but only because I don't have a six pack. But uh, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, we as in, as somebody who is interviewing you, we just don't want to bully you down to a sex symbol. You're so much more than that, you know. Like we don't want to just do that. Focus on the good looks. You're more than your abs, Dad. <laughs> oh, okay. I should put that on a t-shirt. Oh, that's great, <laughs> You're more man. than your abs, Dad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Han Solo, Chin Han Solo, yeah, it's very. Oh yes, yeah. so we 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 have this thing <laughs> where it's Chin Han Solo, uh, Master the Yoda, Yoda because it's Yoda and uh, Ben Kenobi, basically. <laughs> Big Star Wars fans, I love so it. Dirty. Yeah. So, <laughs> so dirty, so dirty. Chin Han loves his bit. <laughs> <laughs> We are still waiting for our new T-shirt, Chinhan. Thank you. Uh, I'm very, I'm very proud of it. I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it. You know, yep. yeah. You, hopefully, you'll have a season two, and then you know, a lot of time to work on it to get it done there. And then, Yanya, for you, what about uh, you? Is there anything in the show that, on all the interviews you've done, no one's let you talk about that you want to talk about? Uh, maybe for this show, uh, maybe ask me about how I feel being working in America for the first time. Yeah. How, how do you feel about working in America for this one? It's incredible. Yeah. Because of the people that I've met, because of the team. It's just incredible. Not just on set, even after we left set, even when we started promoting the show. Like yeah. today, I am extremely happy to see the boys. I mean, these three boys. Like, oh. I'm extremely oh. happy to see them because I haven't seen them for a a month now? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you're extremely I, happy at 3.59 a.m. Yep. Again, just a yes. point. <laughs> yes, even though it's 3.50 a.m. I have to wake up at 1.30 a.m. But I'm, I am so happy that I'm able to sit with them and talk about the show. I just can't wait to see them. Well, And that's how I feel when I come into this team without without expecting what's going to happen. And then after a year, almost two years now, the relationship just gets stronger. I love it. I love it. Congratulations. Y'all happens, on every, show, yeah. <laughs> happens on every show. Yeah. Oh, it happens on every show. Oh, is it? Is this normal? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't special at all. Uh, you all have made something truly incredible. Of course, I love American Born Chinese. Gene, uh, congratulations on making it. Congratulations you. to you guys for bringing it to life. Uh, all eight episodes are up right now on Disney+. Plus. You should go get it. You should go watch it. Have and the time. first episode is on YouTube for free. There you go. Look yep. at that. Always selling. Yeah. The, the book available now has been for a few years, but you yeah. can get it out there. Get a part of that. Oh, you got your copy too. Look at that. Everybody's promoting oh, cool. it. Everybody's doing great. No, Ben, it's too late. You don't have it. You don't have it. That's not you. It's too late. Go get your yearbook. Go. You've read it. Yeah, right. Never read it. Uh, okay, like I said, American Born Chinese is awesome. You should go get it. Just like you got this episode of the Kind of Funny Screencast. Remember, the Kind of Funny Screencast goes live on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny podcast services around the globe all the time. Talking about MCU, talking about anything, DCU, anything you're going to see on the silver screen. Joey's just watching random stuff, and then she comes in here and talks about it on the Kind of Funny Screencast. So no matter where you got the show, please consider like, subscribing, and sharing. 
And until next time, no, it's been our pleasure to serve you.